The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugnet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. I hope you're having the gorgeous, beautiful weather wherever you may be that we are now experiencing here in New York. It was a little nippy this morning. I was a little surprised about that, but the sun is shining and it's a beautiful day. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be doing my radio show today. And I must say, starting next week, my children will be home from school. So I might sound not as relaxed as I am today, but um, it's all good stuff. The summer's a lot of fun, and for us mom entrepreneurs, boy, it does become a little more of a challenge, and with my guests today, we're going to be talking a lot about how mom entrepreneurs actually balance work and home life. So, before we get to our great guests today, um, I'm going to start with the business tip of the week. So, our business tip of the week, I was thinking about this this morning, and the word learn came popped into my mind. And it's so important in my mind to try to learn something new every single day. No matter how you do it, whether you're reading the newspaper, whether you're talking to another entrepreneur, whether you're just talking to your neighbor, try to learn something new uh, that will actually help you be a better person, not only in life, but in your business as well. So that's my business tip of the week. Um, before we introduce our guest, I'm going to give one quick shout-out to a good friend. Her name's Jacinta Pisano, who's a second-grade teacher who actually had seen our link um, about our great show today. Our guest today is Cindy Slansky, um, and they actually have a connection, so it's a small world, and um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Let me tell you about our guest. So Cindy is an amazing person. She was actually recently on Shark Tank, and we can't wait to pick her brains about that and her experience and um, all of the good stuff that she had experienced on that. Um, Cindy has a very interesting background. She had um, grown up in Queens. Um, she learned to be a true hard, hard worker from a young age. She went to the State University of New York. She graduated there. And then she worked for the Limited Corp um, in retail sales for a little while. And I'll tell you, it sounds like she really learned the retail business from the ground up, which has truly, I'm sure, helped her immensely in her business right now. So she helped. Um, that was a great career in wholesale for one of the um, country's largest women's accessory companies, and that's called The Limited, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners know that company. There she grew her revenue to over $10 million annually, but always felt there was something missing in her life. Um, like there, um, like she needed a little more. And it's so funny. A lot of entrepreneurs who work for somebody else always has that uneasy feeling like, gosh, there, sh there must be more to life. So she did feel that. Um, she decided to go back to school to become a nurse practi practitioner. After graduating nursing school at the top of her class, Cindy worked the next four years as an RN at one of the nation's top cardiac hospitals. So from there, um, Cindy actually got... I guess, I don't know if you were married before or after, but she had four 
children, and they're still very young. So what she did was she combined her sales and health experience. She spent three years researching and developing a line of products geared toward the eco-conscious health enthusiasts. So, and then she launched her her current company called Green Packs. So I'm going to hear more about that and her great products. So with that, let's give a warm welcome to Cindy Slansky. Good morning, Cindy. Hi, buongiorno. <laughs> Cindy, thank you, thank you so me. much for taking time to be a guest on our show today. You're very welcome. I'm this happy is going to be, be fun, Cindy. This is going to yes, be fun I'm because... Be here. Even just hearing all your mom talk, it's, 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 it's wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be great because there's a very small group of us that are actually juggling all the balls who yes. are trying to do the impossible, but we're going to do yes. it, Cindy, bringing yes. a product to the marketplace. So it's, we, we only giggle because we know <laughs> the truth about what goes on. <laughs> yes. And to be honest, I really didn't know that there were really so many other moms who are just like me, really, trying to... Start something new while keeping the family intact. Yeah, it's a so very it's interesting to hear, group. To hear from you even. Yes. And it's funny, Cindy, we just all look at each other and we have a special smile that we all yeah. know exactly what we're thinking because that's, it's a tough thing we're trying to do. Yes, but, that's right. That's right. I just joined um, a mom entrepreneur group on Facebook and I... I almost felt like, wow, they feel what I feel. You know, it was it was eye-opening. So, yes, yeah, there is like sort of a secret handshake with us moms. Yeah, whoever it's great. <laughs> so, Cindy, tell us, I kind of talked a lot about your bio. Um, yes. But tell I could us say what... that I worked for um, a wholesale company, though, when, when I was making like $20 million, Well, I wasn't making $20 million. My company was making $20 million. Yeah. It was a company called Capelli New York. They oh, are I didn't realize those. that. Okay, so you yeah. worked for them. And I, opened that's my own where... re- I opened a retail store, so I did work in retail for a year with Victoria's Secret. Okay. And then from there, I went to wholesale. Oh, So great. I worked wholesale for four years. So, Cindy, with... how great is this that you learned the retail business from the ground up, and now you're able to apply everything you learned with bringing your product to the marketplace. I mean, I think there's no better background than that. Yes, I agree. I definitely agree. And it doesn't just um, translate to mom business owners. It's really for anyone. Anyone who really wants to start their own business should get their hands dirty first. Should start from ground zero. You can't start at the top, I think. And so for me, I was very, very young. I was um, a manager of a Victoria's Secret and we opened the store from day one. And so I was responsible for stuff like putting up shelves and, you know, things like that that I really, and I talked to customers one-on-one. So that definitely gave me um, good experience, hands-on. I think that's so, so important. So after you did the Victoria's Secret, then what was the next thing? I moved to wholesale. So I worked for Capella, New York for four years. I... Again, I started pasting photographs and sending out photographs. I would uh-huh. cut up the paper and write the style number and, you know, write my hair accessory style numbers for the, you know, the other woman that I was working for. And within three years, I would say, I I took accounts from $500,000 to $5 million. Wow, that's amazing. I had, I had accounts that would just give me their units and tell me to write their orders for them. And wow. as I as I really went through the life change, you know, I just I wanted to go into health. I was given one of the company's largest accounts. Wow. It is, but it's, well, yeah, Walmart, which is a huge. Everyone knows Walmart is a beast. Right. And so I was, I was given Walmart, which was a you know very big accomplishment for me. But again, something just didn't feel right. I felt like I really needed to be doing something else. You know, even though I was very successful, it was a very, uh-huh. very difficult decision to leave a lucrative career. I was making a lot of money at a very young age, but it just I it didn't feel right. You probably yeah, had that entrepreneurial was. burning desire to just yeah, do something I just knew, different. I just knew I was supposed to be doing something else. Wow. So then you turned to nursing, time. huh? Yes, because truly my passion is health. Okay. The thing that I open my computer and I click around and I, wherever I end up is always a health article. 
So that's really what I'm interested in. So I knew that's where I wanted to go in the realm. I just wasn't sure exactly where. Um, And so... But I love the fact, Cindy, that you became a nurse because I think that gives you like almost instant credibility to, because to become a nurse, it's so much hard work and it's just, it has to be such a rewarding job. It really is. Um, I mean, being at a bedside where there's many patients who are, you know, on their last days or they're just feeling down and lonely and they're very sick to be that person that's there for them and to um, to choose to talk to them and to sit with them and to be there for them is very, very rewarding as a nurse. I loved that part of it. I really did. It, it's very grueling work. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> nurses, deserve, nurses deserve a lot more respect than they get, but they are the ones who are on the front lines. You know, when yeah. your family member is in the hospital, yeah, they go into it's cardiac fun. arrest, it's not the doctor that's with them, it's the nurse. So... Yeah. Yeah, it, it's very, very rewarding. It's a great career. I, I agree with you. I'm just, we're going to come up on a quick break, but I just want to tell you about the nurses. I'll tell you, a lot of my listeners know my first husband was very, very sick, and we spent a lot of time in the hospital. And I remember having this conversation with my mom. And when he was first diagnosed, I just said, Mom, this nurse was just so mean to me. And my Aww. mother said, if there's just one nurse that was mean to you, you have to be kind, kind, super kind to the nurses because they're the ones that are going to take care of you and my mother was so right so I'm so glad I had learned that lesson right from the beginning that the kinder you are to those nurses you know they have their hands full so it's so important to to just understand where they're coming from too a lot of them are working 12-hour shifts and you know they have a lot of their people's lives in their hands there's nothing Mm -hmm. more stressful than that I'm sure Yes, I I agree 100%. I think that's why now I'm able to put many things into perspective, and I tell my husband this all the time. When you're working and it's 4 o'clock in the morning and you haven't slept and you have toothpicks holding your eyes open, right. someone's cardiac monitor goes, you know, haywire, it's very, very stressful. Yeah. So, you know, if my shipment is late right now, I'm kind of like, okay. <laughs> it's not so bad. Right. I, I hear you. So we're yeah, going to come up on a quick break, but we okay. have Cindy Slansky with us. And when we come back, we're going to talk all about how and why she started her company called Green Packs. And she's got some great products, and I can't wait for everybody to hear all about it. So Thank you. We are, we'll be right back, everyone, so stay with us. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Get ready for Smart Health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D. This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Hey, kids. Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? 
How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and we have Cindy Slansky with us. So, Cindy, before we get started with our next segment, what did you think about um, me giving a quick shout-out to Jacinta Bassano? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what? That is my 7-year-old daughter's second-grade teacher. She is so sweet, and I have never had a child so in love with their teacher as Ms. Bassano. She is so great. That's so funny. I'm like, what? But do you see, it's such a small world. And, oh, it really you know, is. I had you posted, and whenever I have it posted, I guess it goes straight to all of my LinkedIn, my social media, and oh, she okay. must have been on Facebook, and she had seen it come through, and she texted me last night. She said, I cannot believe you're interviewing <laughs> one of my parents. And then I know, she's like, so And how is it possible? I didn't know you had a radio show, and it's so funny. <laughs> Cindy, I wear, like... So many different hats here, and I, everybody yes. sees me frazzled all the time. Like, I showed up the other day, and I was actually with Jacinta's husband, Chris Pisano, and we okay. volunteered. And I have to tell you, it was field day. We picked the worst project. <laughs> we oh, picked, no. Yeah, we oh, picked no. tie-dyeing, <laughs> tie-dyeing, Cindy. And oh, all no. these kids had their bottles of dye squirting at us, and we were, like, dodging oh. dye the whole time. Oh, no. But it was actually kind of fun because we used my Glovies product to keep <laughs> their hands clean. So it there was, you go. It was market research as I was uh, volunteering for school, so it was a lot of fun. But anyway, so... Small worlds. Yes, that's how good friend Jacinta. Okay, so Cindy, tell us, what made you decide, I mean, you've worked so hard to become a nurse, and I'm sure it was so rewarding. What made you really, at that point, make another career change? Um, I have to say, I don't think I actually consciously made the decision to own my own business. I have just always been the type of person that has to be busy. I have Uh to be busy. I have to be working. I have to be doing something. And usually I like to do something new. So picture, I had four children under the age of five. Wow. I I did not have a babysitter. I did not have a nanny. My mother would come to help me sometimes. But I had a newborn, a 14-month-old, a three-year-old, and a four-year-old. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's laughable, right? It, it it's definitely totally laughable. Is, you could picture it. I it was could like a picture zoo. it. Yeah, it I've nursed people, like Yeah, I've nursed my children on the phone with my two little guys in the room watching Elmo and playing with blocks. And I remember I was on a business call and the woman, it was actually a very senior woman at one of these retail stores. And she said, Josephine, I I know I shouldn't ask you this, but are you nursing? <laughs> Oh, my God. It's like, it's either that or the baby's going to start crying. It's like, we do what we have to do. So I just, but four is a lot. Four under five, that's more than I could handle, I think. And, it's a um, lot. It, it was probably more than I could handle. <laughs> but yeah. really, you know, you sink or swim. Um, and so I, I went back to the hospital after my first three. So okay. I did go back to the hospital. And that was hard, too, working 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. I would sleep for a few hours and then you know you're nursing your children you still have to get up and carry on about your day so that was very hard too but after my fourth I just said no mas (laughs) I cannot go back to work really at that point with all those little kids so I probably took a year where all I did was nurse the babies change diapers Mm -hmm. taxi everybody around like a good year yeah all I did was really just change diapers but really again I, I just couldn't, I could not do more than that. I just always felt like I, you know, I just, I need to be busy. So this actually wasn't my first product. I developed um, a children's shoe 
a little girl's shoe, and the minimums are too high. But in doing that, I started working with silicone rubber and the material, and I knew that the babies were sucking on pacifiers. So it was a safe material, and I just liked the research. I, mm -hmm. I got interested in patents. So I would I read a patent textbook. I wrote my own patent actually about three years ago. Amazing. Yeah, I mean it wasn't a good one, <laughs> but it was just something that interested me. I just wanted to do it. I need to exercise my brain and, and at all yeah. times. And so I think you know it just kind of evolved. I I don't know. It just evolved. I, it wasn't like one day I sat down and said I'm not going to be a nurse anymore. I'm going to start my own business. It was like I needed to be busy. I did you know over the top craft for the school parties I did you know things like that but it it just kind of evolved where I came up with these products because mm -hmm. we started drinking green smoothies and uh, we were using disposable straws and I mean I guess the rest is history yeah I think that's great so so tell us about the green straws I, well, I know um, it's we an important fact that we have one, and I think it's uh, it's amazing to me that they fit like every cup size. It's I don't know how you did it, but it works. The cap, the cool cap. The cap, yes, yes. We we actually revised it right now. We're we're revising it. We're adding another ring, so it'll fit small, a lot smaller cups too. Okay. Um, I just realized that all the cups in my house are about the same size, and honestly, again, what I'm really interested in is health. Mm -hmm. So there is a ton of information about BPA and about the toxins that are in plastic and the toxins really that are everywhere around us. Mm -hmm. um, and I was overwhelmed with having to care for four kids and the responsibility of their health. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to just get rid of the sippy cups, try not to eat and drink from plastic anymore, and I wanted to use a glass. So I realized that all the glasses in my house were about the same size, and it was kind of in tandem that I developed the cap and the straw together. Wow. And, um, and, and I've been supporting Greenpeace and various environmental organizations for a very long time, since I was very, very young. So I didn't like using disposable straws. It just, it really bothered me. Like, I have a lot of eco guilt. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, I need that along right, with all right. that I have yes. going on. But I, but I do. I, I <laughs> I stress so this piece of tinfoil doesn't go in the recycling thing. I don't know if that's eco guilt or if it's just my type A personality. That's so funny. Um, but, but yeah, but that's it. So we just developed the the straw. We wanted it to be easy and family friendly, and I knew that what was out there was not. So yeah, so that sounds great. Now, bring you know, creating the product is one thing. Bringing it to the marketplace is a totally different story, and. Getting the word out of, about your product is a whole nother thing that yeah. we have to worry about. So with that, I mean, getting the word out, the, I nowadays, I don't think there's any better way than through Shark Tank. I mean, it's amazing oh, if you really think so, about it. Right, Cindy? It's so huge. I loved the show from day one, <laughs> and I don't watch, I really don't watch television. But that show just, of course, resonated with me because it's all of these, you know, hopeful business owners that get on there, and some of them are successful already, and some of them are, you know, just like me, starting out. And it's great. It's just, it's like it's the so American fun. idol of entrepreneurs, I guess. It's, it's so great. So yes. tell me, Cindy, how did the process start for you? To get on Shark Tank? So I was, yes. on, I was actually on a special Shark Tank edition of The View, but... I think the show had only been on a year when I sent in my application. Um, the best advice that I could give anybody thinking about getting any kind of huge media attention like that is just do it. Just do it. Uh -huh. There's no, you know, or you're never going to get on, you know, 50 million people apply. How are you going to, no one's going to, you know, there's all Somebody that going to. on. But you yeah. have to just do it. You know, I spent about 10 hours one day filming my application video wow. so they you send in a written application or an email and if they like you they'll call you they'll do a phone interview and then they say you've made it to the video submission and then you have to submit a video again not easy uh -huh. stand in front of the camera by yourself <laughs> talking <laughs> who did you, you know, have to do the video Cindy was it a I friend I did it by myself I like to go slow solo I like to fly solo I'm just uh I don't know I like it. I, I feel a little freer I guess <laughs> Wait, so I did so it myself. I just set up a tripod. 
Oh, that's very so easy. funny, Cindy. That's funny because I actually did a little video of myself and my handle to my door has fallen off of my sliding door. And I look at that and I'm like, but how did that happen? And then I remembered getting my iPhone and tape taking like a rubber band and wrapping it around my iPhone and putting it on the handle of the door so that oh I God. could press a camera. <laughs> yes. So I could actually videotape it with my, so we do what we have to do. How funny. Exactly. Exactly. People can tell you, oh, you can't do it. You don't have a good enough camera, right? No, you okay. can. You but do you what did. you have. You do what you can. You be resourceful and... Yeah, so, but I did spend about 10 hours making a video. I was honest, and um, mm-hmm. I kind of just, you know, told my story on the video. But when I got the call from that producer, it was like, wow. Yeah, it was like an out-of-body <laughs> experience. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> just my brother <laughs> calling me, <laughs> playing a joke on me. Yeah, but it was wild. It was really wild. It's a lot of fun, right? I'll tell you this. When I got the phone call from the producer of ABC Nightline News, he's like, hi, this is Max, the producer of ABC Nightline News. I'm I'm on the other end of the phone with my jaw hung open. I'm like, so what do you say to that? What do you say to that? I'm like, well, um, hi, Max. Well, you know, so it's exciting, right? Right. Isn't it? Try to be normal, but meanwhile, I'm like, let me put you on hold so I can scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited! All right, so you got the call, and then what did you do? Well, I had five days to prepare. Wow. For the segment, which was not easy. I had signs made up. I called everybody I knew who could just do something for me to get. You know, I had the, somebody just make the signs for me very, very quickly. Um, I had to go shopping, which I never do. <laughs> so I don't usually look that glam <laughs> on, my, on every day to day. I thought you looked um, great, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, I just had to prep. I had to write my speech out, practice uh-huh. it, you know, rehearse what I was going to say, which was the hardest part. Everyone kept telling me you have to do it in front of me now, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll, practice, I'll practice my line, <laughs> you know. And then do a lot of just positive affirmation, really. You know, yes. So it sounds great. So I can't believe we're already coming up on another break. But when we come back, we're going to talk more about um, Shark Tank, your experience, things that maybe some of the listeners out there want to know, um, things to say and maybe things not to say. And maybe, Cindy, let's talk a, a little bit about what happened after you were on Shark Tank. So we have lots to talk about when we come back, and we will be right back with Cindy Slansky. So everybody hang in there. Right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. What's ideal for you? Really, what's ideal for you? Being who you are, doing what you love, and getting out and about with friends. What's ideal for you? With your host, Janice Christopher, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. And it all starts with Janice doing just that. Then being open, curious, authentic, and living her life on a quest to discover everything that could possibly make life ideal. Check out the website, whatsidealforyou.com. Studies have shown that 80% of Americans, and probably everyone else too, dislike their work. 80%. The mission then is to turn that passion statistic around. To show how it is possible to live your passions and make a living. Or live your passions so that you'll be able to mush through your job until you can change it. And watch life's magic begin to happen. It's What's Ideal for You with your host Janice Christopher. Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Tokenhead.com. 
Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and we have Cindy Slansky on with us today. So Cindy made it all the way to Shark Tank, which is so, so exciting. But I have a question for you, Cindy. What was the comment that Mark Cuban made that infuriated so many women? Oh, you know... It did. He basically told me that I couldn't do it all. And I think that's, that's kind of a phrase that a lot of women throw around, a lot of moms throw around. Can We can have it all, do it all. But I think that that really means something different to each individual. Hmm. He told me that I couldn't run a successful business, be a competitive runner, and still be a mom. Or, I don't know, if he meant stay-at-home mom. But basically, you told me that I couldn't be, be a good mom, That's stay, stay fit, and run a business. And I'm just, you know, it, it infuriated women. I mean, I had women emailing me that they were not going to watch the Shark Tank anymore. They were writing letters to ABC. Oh, my it, it was, gosh. Yeah, my Facebook page lit up, and he came on my Facebook page and defended himself. Are you kidding? So what, no. what was he saying on the Facebook? How did he defend he, himself? He, he said, I didn't hate that. that. Yeah. He stood behind his comment. He really basically said he would have said it to a man, which I personally don't agree that he would have said that to a man. If a fit man was standing up there, would he have sat there and said, how many hours a week do you devote to fitness? He wouldn't have said that. But because he assumes that I'm a competitive runner, that I spend hours and hours and hours running, it's ridiculous. Maybe, you know, he, it was just a very, like, he didn't need to say it that way. And it really made a lot of women very angry. I don't so, think that he meant it. I don't think that he meant it maliciously. He came up to me after the show on his own accord and spoke to me and was very kind and gave me great advice. And I'm paying very close attention to what he's saying to me because he's a successful businessman. Oh, sure. I, I should listen to what he's saying. You know? right. I should right. do what he tells me to do because he's done it. Um, but, but really, I just don't think that he appreciates that there are women and specifically moms who are very adept at multitasking in that way. Right. You, you being one of them, myself it's, being another one, although a lot of people do ask me, how do you find the time? It's really, really hard, Cindy. But yeah. I have to tell you, with what I'm doing, in the back of my head, like I know my listeners know I'm in the process of wrapping up a book that I'm writing. My life when I started the book, you know, 15 years ago was very, very different. I was single living in, single widowed, whatever, living in an apartment in Manhattan with absolutely no distractions. Looking out on the Hudson River, I could write any time of the day. It was so peaceful. I had no interruptions. Life was very, very different. And a lot of times when I think about running my business, my mom knows best, I always say, wow, I know if I was just given six months, I could have brought this product to the marketplace in a snap. Right, right. We are juggling a lot of balls, and I personally, I'm okay with it taking a little longer. It's just, it's not that I'm not going to get there. I know myself. I know my goals. I know I'll accomplish them. It's just going to take me a little longer, and I'm okay. I accept that. Right. That's a good place to be. I mean, I think he basically, he also said this, that my competitors would outpace me when you say taking a little longer. And, you know, I appreciate his 
opinion. Well, we're but, smart people. We're smart yeah, people. I, I, and I think we would figure out a way around the competitor. And I'll have to tell you one thing. After interviewing, gosh, close to 150 entrepreneurs, I have recently, I had a guest on a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago. She was amazing. And I have to tell you, the more I learn from other entrepreneurs, the more I realize that we have to do what we enjoy doing the most and what we're most capable of doing in our business. And it is great if we can hire other people to do other aspects of our life as long as, like, we don't enjoy it. You know, one example, Cindy, is doing the housework. You know, if you're forced to do housework because finances are low or whatever, you do what you got to do because that's who we are. But if... If your business starts to take over or if you're in the position that you can just hire somebody to come in, I used to have somebody come in every other week. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Now I have them come in every week because it reduces my stress and my right. time that's so valuable to me is not spent keeping my house in tip-top shape. So right. I wonder right. if that's what Mark was kind of alluding to a little. You know, the more yes, I that I'm a stay-at-home mom, that I'm responsible for doing everything for the kids and all of that. But you know, again, if it was a man, he wouldn't ask the man who's taking care of your kids at home. Right. That's just, that's just not an appropriate business question. Nobody would ask you that because right. I'm a woman standing up there. You know, he just assumes that I don't have a help or a nanny or whatever. Or really, I went on the show because I was asking for help. The right. whole purpose of That's going on the show point. was that I wanted an investment. I don't want a handout. Right. I don't want, you know, someone else to run my business. I wanted help and, and someone who could help me grow the business. You know, and if, again, if it was a man, that man would be off to work and he would have a nanny taking care of his children at home wow. <laughs> or, or whoever, a wife. Yeah, it's amazing, Cindy. <laughs> we're just living a different life because, seriously, the, you know, There are, you know, men, including my husband, who they get up, they go to work, they're out all day, sometimes 10 hours, sometimes 12 hours, and it's not to take anything away from them. They're working really hard. I get all of that. The only thing is, who's responsible for, you know, the emotional well-being as well as the physical well-being of lives, children, you know, and that's us. And keeping the house running smoothly, it's a lot. No matter how we look at it, it's a lot. And I think the more we can hand off when the time is right, the better it is for us. I agree. When the time is right, exactly. When the time is right. And I think as we become more successful and our businesses grow more and more, the most important thing is that we hire qualified people that Right. In my opinion, I want people that can do the job better than me. Hey, right. my right. hat goes off to them. So so that's yes, that. I agree. And I, I think you're right when the time is right because there's a lot of moms that are, might be listening that are just starting out and that may not have financial resources. And they should know that they can still do it. They just have to work hard when they're starting their business. I agree. So it's and not Cindy, like you don't have to you know, hire out help right away on day right. one that you have your idea. You need to work really hard. And, and it's so you know, hard. Do all your homework. It's, right. Do your homework yeah. and, and get your products off the ground. And when you're making a little money, then hire some help. Right. And you do it slowly. You always try right. to do, you hire as slowly as you possibly can. I think that's right. kind of the key. You just do right. it as much as you possibly can. And you become the expert on what you are going to hand over. So that when it comes time to hand it over to somebody, you already have the system in place of how to do it. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an right. example. I hate doing my books, Cindy. I can't tell you. It's just like taking your nails and putting it on a chalkboard and running it down. I just hate it. I really, really do. And I just need to hire somebody to come in and take care of it. But it's so important that we all know our numbers. So at some point, you know, I just, I can't wait to just hire a bookkeeper that's going to come in on a regular basis and take that off my hands so I can focus Mm -hmm. on the stuff that Mm -hmm. I love doing. Mm -hmm. So anyway, all right. So tell us more about what was the best experience you had with Shark Tank? 
Well, the whole experience is really surreal. I still can't even believe I did that. You know, I, I still can't even believe that I went on national television. Like, I, I mean, if you you know knew me really well, I'm like this just little tomboy from Queens. You know, like, it's so funny. So for me to be on national television is like you know my parents are immigrants. Actually, my father was a refugee. Uh-huh. So you know just. Just the fact that I was on television. That's a big deal. It's, it, it's very, very big. Um, the best thing was really, um, I would say, the support of other women that I received after they watched the show. Okay. And it wasn't just about bashing Mark Cuban. It was about you know what your um, capabilities are. You know how to manage your time, and you can do it. You know, I really felt like just... Uh, camaraderie and the support that I got from other women that I didn't even know was wow. very, very rewarding to me, more than, you know, getting all those orders and my website crashing. <laughs> right. Yeah. They say that that does happen. So yes, and it it's did. very hard I'm... to avoid. But so tell me, okay, so Cindy, did you feel that Shark Tank accomplished what you were looking to do? Did your sales skyrocket like everybody thinks that it does? You know, it was a peak. It wasn't that they remained huge like that every single day afterwards, but it was a peak. And then they re-aired the show a month later and it peaked again. But um, it definitely created an awareness that I would have otherwise been unable to do myself. Okay. Yes, I definitely think go for it. If if you want to pitch your product to a television show just do it you know it's it's worth it whatever you know i spent to get on the show which of all the marketing and whatever i had to do to get there it's worth it all right so i'm so glad that you did it you did an amazing job you really really did i mean when i saw it i was nervous for you and i I felt like you handled everything like a pro. So congratulations Thank on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very really? much. It's, it's so, definitely, you know, it was an accomplishment. Yeah, I think it's great. So let's talk about this. We have a minute till break. But tell me, how do you find the time, Cindy, to manage the business, the kids? And I know that you are so into fitness, which is an inspiration for a lot of us. How do you find the time to do it all? Um, you know, hardcore advice, I don't watch TV and I don't sleep a lot. Okay. That's it. That's just being honest. Right. If you want to run a business, you can't sit down on the couch with your feet up watching vampire shows every night. Right. You you just can't. Physically, you just, you have to do what you can when you have the time. If I'm dropping my kids off at the soccer field, I kick the ball around with them. I try to run a little bit with them. You know, that's something physical. I'm in the garden. I just, I don't know. I think I'm just always doing something physical, too. And as far as running and keeping fit, find pockets of time. Okay. Even if you exercise three days a week, go early in the morning before everybody wakes up. It's hard. I know. We're all tired. Right. And then even when my kids are really little, I would be nursing yeah, it sounds to me that's a great piece of advice, find pockets of time. Yeah, even if it's in the middle of the night. Like I said, I would be nursing in the middle of the night, and I would be on the phone with China. You just, you just have to find oh, that's the That's so funny. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with some great business tips with Cindy Slansky. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, right after these on toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Littman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. 
Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. We're on the last segment of Paying It Forward. Our um, incredible guest today is Cindy Slansky, who is a founder of Green Packs. And, Cindy, before we get started with wrapping up our show with the great five business tips that you've sh- you, you will share with us, I'd love to give you the opportunity to tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you, where they can buy your great um, products. So... Well, you can only get, uh, I have very little inventory right now, I'm actually happy to say, but you could buy them on my website, Greenhacks, mm-hmm. greenpaxx.com, um, and there's very little left on Amazon, but there's, we have another shipment coming in by the end of July. We also have a brand new product that I have so few of that I aired in. Oh, <laughs> we good. Tell us. Yet. Yes, we haven't even watched it yet. Um, it's called the Slim Snack. It is along the lines of reducing plastic packaging and also um, putting something healthy into your um, gym bag, lunchbox, wherever you're going. So it's a little um, snack holder, and it also doubles as a popsicle mold. So oh, it sounds great. So you can blend up some fruit instead of going for some sugar-laden popsicle. It's a great, great product. You can see it on our site. All right, perfect. So everybody, you can go. Of course, Cindy's information is also up on the TogiNet website under Paying It Forward. So you can see her contact information there as well. So, okay, we'll move right on with our business tips. So the first business tip Cindy is going to share with us is be yourself. Don't pretend to be anything you are not. Tell us about that, Cindy. Um, You know, I just think you need to be true to yourself in in many ways, and especially in business. I feel very, very strongly about the environment. Um, So I think if I was to create an environmental product, but I didn't have sort of like the passion that I had for it and also the history that I've had with caring for the environment in, in different ways, it would be a little fake for me to come up with a product. So I guess I mean like you can't jump into an industry or a product or service that isn't part of your own daily life, I should say. That's mm-hmm. just my personal opinion. I think that the best businesses come from hobbies, something that you love doing. So yeah, that's a good point. Part of who you are, part of who you are truly. Okay, I like that. And um, I think you're so right about being yourself, Cindy, because it just kind of comes out with Every interview you make, you know, you right. do. Every right. interview, every article that you're quoted in, it's just, I agree with you. Just be yourself. <clears throat> and it, your passion comes through. Right, right. Okay, this is tip number two. Okay. Do your homework. Tell us about that. Okay, so I, again, you have to research what you're doing. And you don't need to pay somebody to do it. You can do it by yourself, but it's It'll be a little more work for you if you're doing it on your own in the beginning. I spent countless hours on Google Patent, and like I said, I read a patent textbook. I did searches on every single website that I could possibly find that had any kind of straw. I spent hours on their website, and I think it's important that you can't, like, fall so in love with your product that you put blinders on. You need to know it's out there, and you need to do your homework. You need to know what the market is what the statistics are, 
And who else is out there doing something like it before you jump in and invest all sorts of money and time on inventing a product? Yeah. So I did I, all of that prior to creating my product. Yeah, and that's so, so important because, I mean, for me personally, I think the best advice you can get is from your customers always, yes. you know. People are happy to be honest with you, and you really, really need to listen to the demand to the customers. What is it that they are looking for? And that's how, I'll tell you, that's how Glovies took a bit of a turn. I started to listen to what other people were asking for, and that's the new product coming out that all of a sudden it's going to be multi-purpose, and it's multi-purpose because that's what people were asking for. So always, always keep your ears out as to what your customers are telling you. Yes, so, I had a, I had actually it's an interesting story. Quick, I had a European customer who, who reorders all the time. Sends me this whole thread about where can we find a good straw, and it oh, ended wow. up to be a very good customer of mine. People How were asking great for is it. that? Yeah, people were asking for it. So, okay. Tip number three: Help others every chance you can unconditionally. It will come back to you. This is probably more like my personal philosophy than my business philosophy. Yeah. Um, but this is just how I was raised. I was raised to just open your doors for people. Um, give when you can. And don't ask for it back. I just yeah. believe that in life, that has served me well. And I think yeah. that in businesses, in businesses, well, don't be naive about it because that, that tends to make me a little naive that everybody, you know, wants what's best for me, which is not the case. Right. But I do believe if you can help somebody in any way, like I had um, just the other day, a delivery man come, and he was this huge truck, and he was letting my children play on the lift for the truck. Oh, God. <laughs> he, took, he took them into this long truck, oh my and he was God. raising this thing up and down, and they were squealing. They were so happy. <laughs> and, I, and he left, and I, had, I didn't have any money in my wallet. I was like, i tip this guy. What do I do? So I gave him whatever money I had. And then I went in and I fixed him up a pint glass with my product and I ran out the door and I went to the truck and I'm like, here, you know, and I, and he just smiled. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Tarasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned, both good and bad, and sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. And for more great ideas, information, tools, tips, and tricks in life and in business, join us next week for more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com.